talking about chicken a la king. Mango and garbanzo tabbouleh. Real potatoes and vegetables with roasted garlic and basil. Zucchini ziti. Granola fruit bar. Look at all this beautiful food. Hello, I'm Dan Adute, and welcome to Green Eggs and Dan. This episode was recorded during a lockdown. No fancy studio, just me and my laptop. Okay. Hoping my guest knows more about technology than I do. Okay. Okay. We'll take care of it. Like the rest of the world, we're getting on Zoom and each trying our best to record the podcast ourselves. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Green Eggs and Dan, where I interview amazing people with amazing minds, but all I care about is what is in their fridge. My guest today is literally my favorite comedian to watch live. Jessica Kirsten is not just a stand-up comic. She's a force of nature. Her new comedy special, Talking to Myself, is so much fun. Such a fun, wild ride. You can watch it on Comedy Central. And she's the host of her own hilarious podcast, Relatively Sane. Jessica, welcome to Green Eggs and Dan. I love the name, and I thank you so much for your compliments. That's very sweet what you just said. Are you? I mean, I mean every word of it. Even though you emailed me that to read. <laughs> <laughs> What's your Venmo again? <laughs> uh, I'm so happy to have you on the show. Uh, number one, again, because you're you're my favorite comedian to see live. But number two, because food plays such a prominent role in your comedy. Yes, in my life, always. In, in your life, yes. always. So yeah. before we get to, to to why that is and all that, we're going to get into your fridge. You can see Jessica's fridge on my Instagram, at standupdan. Okay, Jessica, <laughs> this is a fantastic fridge. <laughs> yes, it's, well, this is a great fridge because of the pandemic also. This is yes. A, this is an anxious Jewish, we need to have enough food to have for the next couple of months fridge. I mean, it's amazing. This, this is probably the best pandemic fridge we've had so far because everyone's Good. got a pandemic fridge, fridge right now. Yes. Yeah, so congratulations. Thank um, you. Oh, no. The sex toy is in one of the drawers. Right oh. there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The yellow zucchini sex toy. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So let's get into it. You obviously have a kid, is what I'm assuming this uh, Nesquik over the strawberry Nesquik is for. Yes, that's or is what that I you? have. Well, I have four daughters. Yeah, but only three live with me. I, I that's my four and a half year old. One of them is lives with my ex. That was sounded really weird. Can you imagine she just lives outside? <laughs> um, that's for my four and a half year old Isabella. It's disgusting. Nesquik strawberry Nesquik. Yeah, and then this the whipped cream is that for her or for you? Yes. No, Which, I'm so pat. Dan, do you think I even have sex anymore? I mean, <laughs> I'm so beaten down emotionally. I, I Plus, I'm medicated, so I can't even feel anything. It's a mess. That's for her. She loves whipped cream. I mean, and then this is all, what is this stuff? Is this formula? I don't have kids. I don't know these things. So those are monkey drinks. Yeah, no, they're not formula. Those are for her also. Those are yogurt drinks. Okay, those are yogurt drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a ton of takeout here. Uh, is that that's all takeout in the middle? Yeah, that must be from like a pizzeria or a Greek place. It's either one. Okay, got it. So yeah, you, you guys are are you doing a fifty fifty takeout and cooking? Uh, no during quarantine. More cooking once once a week takeout. 
Um, I gotta say, I do like your bougie maple syrup over here mm-hmm. in the second that's, row. That's from probably, and you're gonna love this. When I was doing a gig in like Maine or Vermont and got some fancy syrup, I feel like every comic gets a maple syrup. When yeah, we're in like <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's why like, I said you're gonna. Li- <laughs> it's like our New England treat. <laughs> yeah, like I was in New England because I got syrup. It's so ridiculous <laughs> what is your when you're on the road what well actually wait, let's get to the dressing drawer you've got more salad dressing than i've ever seen in a drawer yeah there's salad dre- well that's very jewish most well, jewish people have a lot of salad there's three kinds of italian there's two ranches there's like a yogurt when i'm trying to watch myself there's um that baby ketchup is from a road gig too I like you know, that I have a, to take everything <laughs> home with me. There's a baby ketchup on the right side and then there's a there's a <laughs> mama there's a mama ketchup on the left side. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Do you so like if you're staying at a hotel and they give you like a little ketchup and a little mustard, you take those? Yeah, you know, it's so interesting. I if my wife didn't judge me, I would take home every single th- thing that wasn't nailed down. That's yeah. free when I'm in a hotel. And that's not, I'm not saying, that's literally what I would do. But I come home with stuff and then she's like, "We, do, why are you bringing home mini ketchup bottles? I'm like, because they're adorable and it's yeah. free. Yeah. I'll I'll bring the uh, the shower caps. I'll bring everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I bring like shoe shine kits. <laughs> Never shine shoe. Yeah. So, so when you're when you're on the road, what is your what is your food regimen normally? Are you seeking out a cool restaurant? Are you just ordering Never. and you don't care as much? No, Never seeking out a cool restaurant. Barely really? getting getting by. That's really honestly true. Why? I normally will. Well, so I tr- I I don't eat carbs, so I don't eat bread or um you know, pasta or stuff like that. So I always, if I have a fridge, which is great, I will go to Whole Foods or a market and get stuff because I eat better when I have stuff in the room with me in a fridge. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And um, I basically eat the same kind of things. But when I'm like, sometimes people will take me out to dinner, but I'm not the kind of person that would like go to a restaurant by myself. Really? normally by myself, Yeah. Oh, that's like the only reason why I ever wanted a tour as a comic was so that I could just try restaurants in different cities. I love that. I mean, that means you're more emotionally okay than I am. Why do you say that? If you're the kind of person that can like go to restaurants by yourself and you want to treat yourself and find a nice meal, it's self-care. It's it's kind of self-care if you think about it. Yeah. I mean, there is an addictive personality part of it too where i'm like i think i put so much pressure on if i don't get the best meal that i can find in this town then i've i've failed I've that's failed so life. interesting <laughs> i get it and i love that but i'm not yeah i'm not like that so no uh, no carbs for you what was that you had a bit you had a- <laughs> i mean i do eat carbs i go like today's the second day i'm not i started eating potato chips and i don't eat white flour and i really try not to eat sugar and I don't, you know, I don't eat fried foods. I mean, there's things I've given up because I, I don't want to gain back all the weight I lost. But I'm struggling at home now and oh, struggle. You know, it's hard. I bet. How much did you lose? I lost 100 pounds. Jeez. A little over 100 pounds. And like in this pandemic, I've gained back eight pounds, which a lot of people go, who cares? To me, it's a big deal. Like that's right. a big deal. And I have to do something now or else I will... 
spin out of control. Interesting. So do you mm-hmm. – well, yeah, because now you're in a house that's just like full of food and you can't leave. Right. I mean that must be – Yeah, and I'm not an exerciser. It's really – I know some people love it. I have to start doing it because, I mean, I, honestly, for emotional reasons, I feel like I'll feel so much better if I start exercising. You've got to be one of those people. I feel like everyone's posting their, like, them doing yoga in fast-forward videos. <laughs> 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 you've got you've to be one of those people, Jessica. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like I should just go into a pose and post it, but, I'm <laughs> like, I'm only doing that pose, but people think I'm doing it. And I could just put water all over my face and make it look like I'm doing a lot. <laughs> What was that bit? I, for some reason, when you said I'm trying not to eat carbs, there was a. I feel like there was an Atkins bit that you did a while ago about. I did. Like, yes. What was it again? It was like. I, I said, I would eat no crackers, no muffins, no cake. I'd eat 16 chickens, a dozen eggs, and a lamb. Because I ate so much protein when I. I mean, it's still addiction. It's still too much overeating. You know, it's like it's it's the amount. What it is, really is. Yeah. I mean, what is your, do you have a guilty pleasure that you go to or you're not allowed to? I mean, even like I love cheese and I eat it every day. It's not okay. Like I tell myself, oh, it's protein. It's not crackers. It's not, you know, it's not pasta, but it's not okay to eat a ton of cheese. I mean, what kind of cheese are you eating? I love cheese. I mean, I love feta, which isn't that bad, but I love every kind. I love cheddar. Um, The only thing I don't like is blue cheese. Are you like an artisanal I, cheese person or do you just go for like uh, the yeah. one in the, in the red wax thing? I like those too. <laughs> um, are, but I, I like – I love good cheese. So, okay. So you're not really – when there's no pandemic, how often are you eating out? More. I mean I would say that we order in more. Like, we don't go out to eat a lot because we have young kids. But um, I would say we order in like two or three times a week. Are your kids big eaters? <sighs> Uh, one of them. So I have a four and a half year old and twin 11 month olds. Oh my God. I know. And oh one of them God. is a big eater. She's really cute. Is, um, that's Madison. Madison and Charlotte are my twins. And Madison grabs hunks of food and just puts it in her. It's really cute. She's, you can tell she just loves food and they, they eat everything. They eat meatballs. They eat steak. They eat like little tiny pieces of steak, chicken, fish. I mean, they're good eaters. Yeah. When when you were on the when you're on the road, do you I don't know if you deal with this as much cuz in colleges I feel like I dealt with this a ton where they're like come go go eat with the students and like you just want to die inside as you're at like the local chili <laughs> chilies in Peoria. See, I always think you're okay and like you're like, "Oh, sure, let's go to Applebee's." You're not I'm I'm it's it's as if you're lighting a fire to the bottom of my feet when I have to go to those dinners. I hate, I don't like small talk. So I love talking to people I know and I care, but like small talk. So how'd you get into the business? Like oh that my God. kills my soul. <laughs> it kills me. I used to be very good at putting on a face when people would you ask were me those good. questions. Now I'm just like, I can't. Yeah. I, I will I will literally like do like 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 shut down <laughs> shut the computer down. It's so funny because I know you as someone who's really good in those conversations. I'm not anymore. Yeah, I'm. That's what I'm, happens. Hey, it's. 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I used to I used to do the craziest shit on the road. I would go to dinner with the with the students. I would get all their birthdays. I'd write down their birthdays and I'd send them an email on their birthdays. Like I had this. Like, Are you program. kidding me? It was. <laughs> The dumb. Now I'm like, I like snatch the check out of their hands and I'm like, get out and just close the door <laughs> on their face. <laughs> well, you know, we all have patience for a while. And then I started thinking, what am I getting out of this? I'm not getting more work. Right. So I'm not going to do this. Yeah. They also think they can say anything to us. I mean, you know that. You'll be sitting at Applebee's with them and they're like, yeah, you are pretty fat. I'm like, what? <laughs> You're not allowed to say that. I am. It's like, of course you can't find a girlfriend. I mean, look at you. Like, they'll just say things. It, it's so you're like, inappropriate in you're any like, that other... was my act. You're not allowed to. This is not a Q&A. That's what my father said. You're not allowed to say it. <laughs> oh, my God. What's more annoying? The Well, I don't want you to call out, call necessarily call them out, but I know that you do a lot of Jewish Federation shows and shows for the Jews. The Jews can be especially, I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, and this is as someone who does a lot of those shows as well, but... They're a special kind of annoying, I feel. Like, they the are. <laughs> if there was an award for who the most annoying person is or group of people to. Now, they're, they're amazing audiences a lot of the time. Yes. But getting to that show is a disaster. <laughs> I, I, I've never seen anything like it. Like, I was just asked to do something for the UJA and the amount. And it's not a lot of money. Like, I agreed to do something for, believe me. You would understand. It's not a lot of money for what I should be making if it were in person, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, you know what? Let me help them laugh, raise money. The amount of emails and questions and and requests and demands, it's like at some point, now I'm just like, I'm not doing it. If there's one more request, I'm not doing it because it's it's insane. It's the worst. It's the worst. It's the worst. Can you sign our Torahs? We're going <laughs> to... Do you mind learning a whole nother bar mitzvah so we can, uh, we can have you do the bar mitzvah in front of the whole congregation with, with a mask on? And uh, so... <laughs> there used to be... I feel like the point where I couldn't take it anymore, especially or for the colleges, was when it just felt like Someone was calling me and saying, hey, there is a bag of money um, in Richmond, Virginia. Do you want to go fly there and just pick the bag up and then come back? That's what the shows <laughs> felt like. Me too. And I was like, that all right. Got, that started getting depressing for me, to be honest. I was at that point when this started happening. So people keep saying, do you mind doing stand-up? And I'm like, uh, I mean, do you mind not doing it? Sorry. And I'm like, um, I'm up. I'm up. I miss it, but I don't miss all the stuff around it. Yeah. It's exhausting. It is exhausting. I'm finally at peace with the fact that I'm not past at the comedy store. I'm like, it's okay. Now no one's past at the comedy store. That's hysterical. <laughs> I, I've it. laughed about the comedy store where it's like, 
give a hand to Wanda Sykes, the new member of newest member of the like. It's like she's famous. Like not that they did that with Wanda, but I right. laugh when it's someone really famous, right, right, who just got passed. Yeah, when you get past the comedy store, they send like an email out, or they put in a blast on Twitter. They're like, "Hey, everyone, <laughs> congratulations!" Bob Hope got passed. <laughs> Posthumous. He's posthumously passed <laughs> at the comedy store. Um, so I just, it's funny, I just flew from, uh, from New York to LA, I was telling you, and I was lucky enough to be first class and there was no food served on the, on the plane. No food on the plane. Because of the pandemic. Because of the pandemic. No snacks? They did do the snack boxes, but I wasn't taking Mm. my mask off. I went full. I know. Mask and goggles. I was wearing ski goggles. (laughs) That's what my cousin wears. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was a very weird experience to not be able to eat on a flight, though. It's one of my favorite things to do. I know. That Ugh. is weird. I mean, I haven't flown, and I have to tell you, I would be very afraid to fly right now. So when you told me it was scary or it was stressful, I was thinking, my God. I, I mean, even the thought of it makes me, being in the airport yeah. makes me Ugh. Um, uncomfortable. Not even so much as I'm going to catch it. I mean, that's part of it, but also just, I don't know why. It just seems like so foreign to me now. It's weird. I mean, and I was like in complete isolation at my parents' house. So I, it was the first time that I was interacting with humans and there was a lot of them. And it was, mm-hmm. oof, it weirded That's me out. so hard. It, was it a packed flight? No. Thankfully, uh, it was like probably half full, I'd say. See? Mm-hmm. See how optimistic I am? It was half full. But again, like I told you, the people in first class weren't really wearing their masks, which was ridiculous but yeah because a lot of people i was telling you before this is that they're entitled Uh, i don't have to wear a mask and a lot of people are in denial a lot of people are too macho yeah to this and to that it's a lot about you know if i wear a mask i'm i think people think i'm gay i don't know what they're thinking but it really is how some men are that i know yes and Uh, which by the way it's not wearing a mask is the least the least effort you could put into trying to look macho. Like, it's the, it's such, I know. it's the dumbest. It's so dumb. Dumbest way to prove your man, your manhood or whatever you want to call it. Well, it's also defiant. Yeah. You know, a lot of these people don't want to be told what to do. So this is their way of, even if it risks people's lives, they don't care. They don't want to be told what to do. It's, again, it's such a dumb defiance though. Cause it's like, it's you're so not, dumb. you're not like Rosa Parks. You're not, <laughs> you're just, they no. think they are, Dan. <laughs> yeah. They do. It's unbelievable. They think they're Rosa Parks. It's They don't un- know who that is, but if they knew who it was, yeah. Maybe if they, they would knew- compare themselves to her. Absolutely. Yeah. But- well, this is I don't know what's going to happen. I just know <laughs> what side I'm on and if there's a war. I don't know. It's so divided. Um, are you going to get out of New York? No, like this is where because I live on Long Island, so I am in the. Oh, okay. So you're where in Long Island? Suburbs, um, West Hempstead. So okay, got it. Um, we had just bought a house right before this happened. So of course, the second it happened, I had a nervous. Br- I mean, not literal, but I really thought I was going to end up having to move in with my family, and because we just put all our money into a house. Yeah. And I didn't. I, all my gigs were canceled, and I'm making it work, but it was very scary. Oh my god! At first, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, the timing for you is super non-ideal because your special just came out, which is amazing. I and know. Thank you. That's usually how it goes, though, is your special comes out and then you tour around. Mm-hmm. And that's what was happening. So when people say to me, you're so 
you're putting up so much content online. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I have children. Like, this is the difference between people who have children and people who don't. I don't have a choice. This is not just about me. I have to, I'm the breadwinner. So I have to, I have to be working. I have to create content. I have to do whatever I can. Although she is here because she wants to be here. No, I, I really, no, I'm joking. I would do anything with you. Uh, no, I've I'm always loved you and you're such a good person. Well, I love you too. And you're, you're probably the nicest person in comedy. You, you have the, okay. If there was a graph of like, uh, there's nicest person and how funny you are. And usually, you know, you have a lot of the very unfunny people who are super nice or a lot of the very funny people who are not very nice. You are whatever the that Venn diagram, you're like Thank a circle. You. They're both coming Thank together. Thank you. That's very sweet. I mean, I really do work on that. I, I do because I don't – I keep saying I keep writing out tweets and then deleting them. Like I want to go off on comics right now. Really? Certain people. Oh, my God. Certain people are making me crazy, <laughs> but I delete them. Like I try to keep good relationships, not get into arguments, but it's very hard. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe it's time to take the mask off. Take, take the, take the, the veneer of nice I post Jessica general Kirsten. stuff. Like when you go on my Twitter, you're going to see exactly what I'm talking about now. I, I post general statements. Um, it's very hard for me when there's people who are very entitled yeah, that's what's hard with this the shows for wealthy people. Sometimes it's like there a lot of people are ungrateful and entitled, and it's it's I hate it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna pivot back into food. Sure. I have a bunch of questions that I ask every guest at the end of, or towards the end of the show. So, mm-hmm. um, what is your earliest food memory? I don't know. I guess it would be like I would fend for myself a lot in my home because my mother was working. She was a therapist. My dad was out working. So a lot of times I would just go in my, I just picture myself standing in front of my fridge as a young kid and just finding stuff to eat because I was home alone a lot. So that's what I remember. That is the saddest earliest food memory we've had on the show. I know. I know. It's why I'm a comedian. It's why I'm funny. (laughs) It's very, I was in a gorgeous house. So (laughs) it was a very nice fridge. It yeah. was a it was a good Kenmore, mm-hmm. but that's true. That's my that's my memory as a child. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your death row meal? Like you're you're on death row, you're gonna die. You got one last meal. What's it gonna be? I think it's I love baked ziti. Ooh, love love meatball. Like I love that whole Italian, even like pizza, all that stuff. Yeah, love it. And uh, I, are you hearing I that love, beep? By the, is that beep? yes? Is that hold uh, on? Do you mind? I'm sorry. It's no, not at all. House. Hold on. Go ahead. Sorry. It's okay. Is everything all right? Fire alarm. Yeah. It was oh. Just, they're fixing some stuff. Oh, okay. No problem. Are you a? Do you make baked ziti yourself? I have. Yeah. I'm Ooh. I'm I'm a pretty good cook. I'm not I don't love doing it all the time. Like I'm not patient enough. But I do I like yeah, I made big ziti. And and the other thing would possibly be you're gonna laugh, but Jewish food, like a big sandwich on rye with turkey and Swiss and I love that. I mean, why would that make me laugh? That is yeah. I, I think uh, like a pastrami on rye. That I could uh, I could I could go down swinging with that. That could be my last me meal. T- <laughs> <laughs> me too. 
Yeah, there's nothing like the corner piece of a baked ziti that, like, you get oh. the, uh, ooh, the crunch, the, the crunch yes. on the edge. Come on. With the cheese? With the cheese. Okay, what is the best high-end meal that you've ever had? Like a crazy high-end tasting menu-y upscale restaurant, anything like that? Um, Probably when I've gone to, like, family, you know, event, like, where sometimes my stepbrother who has money will take us out to like some fancy schmancy restaurant that I would never normally go to or pay for. Okay. Do you Uh, remember one in particular? I'm trying to think of names of places, but usually like a steakhouse. Yeah. Like a sick, amazing steakhouse where I've tried. I know that's another thing I would go, go down with too. Yeah. I think I'd go down with a ribeye. (laughs) You would? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Ribeye, yeah, big it's... steak, cream spinach. Oh, baked potato, cream spinach. Yeah, all that stuff. That's my, I love it. I'm so you, hungry right now. Have you ever had like a worst high-end experience? Like you're at like a high-end restaurant and it's just not hitting the mark. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's like so fancy and the food isn't even good, but it's just, and then you get like a tiny little, like something on a spoon. I'm like, are you kidding me? I need at least 10 ladles of this. Like I don't <laughs> want a little teaspoon. <laughs> with food on it. Not interested. Uh, that would be hilarious <laughs> if it came out in 10 ladles. Um, <laughs> like a shovel? <laughs> a shovel of like, of like pea soup. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is, uh, is there a best like low end meal that you like? Like a street taco-y type thing that you can remember? Yeah, like I love food trucks. I mean, there's food trucks in the city where I would go and it's cheap and you just get an amazing meal. Um, I like low end stuff. Like I like little sandwich shops or I love, I mean, not that this is low, but I love salad places. I love Uh, salad. I'm lucky because I really do. Yeah. Like the chopped salad places. Yeah. Those are heaven to me. I feel like I always overdo it. I always overdo it. Me too, but who I do too, but. Like 70 toppings that I put on Mm -hmm. and nothing really works at the end, but it's like. (laughs) I'm just like it's like a it's like a trough of lettuce and corn and you're right. It's all confusing, but yeah. I like it because it's chaotic and I love the there's someone banging upstairs now. <laughs> this is what it is working at home. Yeah, no, that's all right. It's insane. Yeah. You're gonna laugh. So the alarm just went off, and now they're trying to they're looking for. We have squirrels in our attic. This ever since we moved in, it's like a, a it's like a a farm here. Like we walked, we moved in, we had ants. I'm like, we have babies. So there's ants. Then you're going to laugh. This is totally true. It sounds like I'm making it up, but my wife opened the screen door to the kitchen and a gecko flew in our house. A lizard. I'm on long Island. What? Yep. A lizard. Hold on. What is going on? So now they're trying to get squirrels out of the attic. (laughs) You can't make this shit up. So now you're having people, I feel like, you know, my, when I was at my parents' house, they had termites, and I had to, like, take care of a termite situation. Uh, and I hated having the people over, like, the termite people. It's horrible. It, I mean, they're right above me right now. I hear yeah. them walking around because there's a family of squirrels, and they were like, oh, we charge more if you want them to be killed. I'm like, I'm not killing baby squirrels. Like, I picture them running around, like, passing a ball to each other. Like, I feel like they're, like, my babies downstairs. So Wait, now they they're ch- trying to... They're, they charge they're you trapping more? Them. They charge you more yes. to kill them or yes. to trap them? Yes, that's the truth. They charge you more to kill them. 
I feel like it should be so the other way around. So now they're trapping them, but they're not being hurt. They're just being trapped, and then they'll be taken out and alive. And <laughs> I, it's crazy. Shouldn't it be the other way around? Shouldn't it be more expensive to trap them? I feel like that takes a lot more effort. I know. I think because it's harder for them, maybe emotionally. Maybe they have to pay for therapy <laughs> if they try to kill the squirrels. But that is what's <laughs> happening. They're they're putting up traps. I don't even think the squirrels are here right now. I think they're out to lunch or at CVS. <laughs> but they're up there putting traps in the attic. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah. Do you have a favorite drunk food? Are you a drinker? No, I was a drinker. I don't love alcohol, but I would drink to get wasted. And I loved to eat when I was wasted. What was And it was go-to? always pizza. It was really? pizza or tacos or burritos. Yeah, something very heavy, cheesy, saucy. Yeah. Do you have a pizza, a go-to pizza place in New York? Um, no, not in New York specifically, but I think New York has the best pizza by far than anywhere in the world. I mean, I've tried pizza in a lot of places. Yeah. Do you have a favorite place to get pizza in New York? In New York? I think I like that Joe's Pizza on Carmine. It's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. I was going to say Joe's because that was one of the best pizza I have. I mean. You can't steal mine. You cannot copy mine. It's, it's it's in Jersey it's, where I grew up. It's in South Orange, New Jersey. It's called Reservoir. It's the best pizza I've ever had. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Thin oh. crust, very was, little sauce, a lot of cheese. What was the place that was like in between the Boston Comedy Club and the Comedy Cellar? Was it like Ben's Pizza, the one on the corner there? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah I've had a lot that's of drunk, still there. I've had a lot of drunken yeah. slices there. <laughs> a lot of people. That's packed. Well, it was. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, poor Ben. I know. It's okay. It's rat infested. It's rat infested? Yeah. I'm joking. I'm just... No, it's it's okay. They'll, they'll put traps up. They'll let the families out. Yeah. They, these people are going to Joe's right after they leave here. <laughs> what is the... Uh, did you have a favorite hangover food when you were hungover? That was... Uh, I think a, I loved having a big breakfast. When I was hungover, eggs, bacon, toast, potatoes, pancake, everything. Mm. I loved that. Yeah. I still do. Breakfast is definitely one of my favorite things still. Really? Breakfast. Yeah. I don't know why. The older I've gotten, the less breakfasty I've gotten. Some people say that. Yeah. I don't know if it's an age thing or what. Like, I just want a coffee and a piece of fruit. Well, I don't eat breakfast like I used to because it makes me too tired. But when I was younger, it didn't matter. But... Um, you know, I used to eat a ton of, and then be able to function during the day, but now, yeah. Do you have a favorite celebrity food personality? Like either a chef or like a Anthony Bourdain type? I love people on the Food Network. Um, I, I like a lot of their personalities. I'm friends with Alex Gernicelli and she's, I love her. She's Oh, no way. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. Uh, She's great. And so, I I really like a lot of them. I mean, I like Bobby Flay. I watch all those shows. Do you really? Yeah, because they're mindless. So yes. it's I watch I love Chopped. I mean that I can just sit and watch for hours. I yeah, if I'm on a plane, I'm usually watching Beat Bobby Flay and I mm-hmm. will watch I will binge the fuck out of it. It's so much fun. Yeah. I did watch a chop last week that seems a little bit racist. It was like a Cinco de Mayo. Really? It was, like, it, was, it was like a month ago. It was like a Cinco de Mayo chopped. <laughs> and they were like, all right, guys, your secret ingredient is a piñata. And they gave them like an <laughs> empty piñata that they had to fill up with something. I was like, this. 
Can you imagine at the end, they're like, now you have to leave the country. <laughs> that, yeah, the loser gets deported. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. What is your desert island food? Like you're trapped on a desert island. You have to eat the same thing forever and never get tired of it. I'm assuming it's cheese. I think it would be cheese. Cheese or on bread. the island? It would probably be bread. I would really? never get sick of bread. Yeah. What kind of any specific bread or just? Any I bread? love bagels. I li- I like a lot of bread. I like yeah. any rye, pumpernickel, even. Wow, you're so everything. chewy with your bread. I know t- your bread tastes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like lox bread. Um, I like every. I do love bread. What don't you love? Is there a food that you can't stand eating? I don't love salmon. I don't really like grilled salmon. I know. Oh, I like hate cooked that I don't salmon. like salmon. Yeah. Interesting, but lox. Yeah, I mean, I don't eat it a lot anymore, but I do like lox. But I, I don't. I just don't. I wish I like salmon because it's so healthy. But I, it's so fishy to me. Interesting. And I don't do clams or oysters or mussels or any of that stuff. No shellfish. Shrimp, and lobster. <laughs> Shrimp and but lobster. it has to be like clean with no like line. I can't see things in my food, my my meat and fish, Interesting. or eggs. So you I get can't... so grossed out. Yeah. Wait, you wait. So you can't do like fish with a head on it, like that type of thing. No. You get grossed out? No. Yeah, but also like if I see a vein in chicken or something, I'm done. Really? Yeah, I won't take another bite. I get Come very on. grossed out. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. Jessica. Mm-hmm. We need to, we need to, we need and to that's get gotten that. worse over time. Like, I don't know why I've gotten more, but I don't eat red meat. Yeah. So I stopped eating red meat. So even when I go to a steakhouse, I get a piece of fish or chicken or something like that. I think eventually if I ever have a shitload of money, I won't, I'll be a vegetarian. I know it has not, it's such an excuse, but I'd have to have like a lot of options. Yeah, that's the thing with vegetarian. It gets boring very quickly unless you yeah. eat like Indian. I feel like Indian food is constantly exciting that I love. and vegetarian. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, you need to be very rich to keep that variety. Like, you do. Those lentils don't come cheap. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to cook a lot. And you've got to cook and a I just lot. don't have the energy. Yeah. This is my favorite question. What is your restaurant pet peeve? Um, like you're going to laugh because I'm loud. When I'm on stage, but I can't stand when people are incredibly loud in a restaurant when I'm trying to eat. Really? And they're screaming and yelling. Yeah. yeah. It's really hard for me to have conversations and focus. I'm with you 100%. Do you say yeah. anything? I have. I've gone, shh, and then I get in trouble from people. You know, my family's like, don't do, I'm like, I can't, I can't hear anyone. I can't sit here. This so you is won't, torture. <laughs> you won't tell the waitress or the waiter. You'll go straight to the source. And just I go. have got. I've have told waiters and waitresses. Could you mind telling those people to keep it down? I do that first, <laughs> right? And then I have said, please, you know, shh, you know, it's horrible. It's so funny because I can be so confrontational on stage, but when I'm off stage, I'm. It's very hard. That's for exactly me to be how I am. <laughs> I am the ex- exact same way. What about with the staff or the restaurant or, or the waiters or waitresses? Anything that they do that pet peeves you? Well, I can't stand rude servers. Yeah. It's amazing to me. It's like your your tip depends on this. And I'm incredibly kind and um, I feel bad for it because I was a server and a bartender for years. So I'm very compassionate about the whole thing that people are difficult. But when they're rude or seem annoyed, I, I get enraged. I, I am the same way. I agree. Yeah. 
And I feel yeah. like as comics, I don't let them get away with the excuse of like, oh, well, they probably had a bad day. It's like, you know how many times we've had a fucking bad day and You're have to go to so work? You're so right. You're like, so right. <laughs> Try making people laugh when you've had a bad day. Yeah. It's much harder than serving mayo when you're also, in a bad mood. I feel like I feel like also in like the mid 2000s something happened in the restaurant industry where it was it was almost cool to be a rude waiter, like mm-hmm. a shitty hipster waiter who just like couldn't be bothered. Yeah. <laughs> like that was a sign of like a good restaurant. Oh my god, I'm so I know I, you're right. I hate but it. But I don't I, know if it's like that in other places like it is so much in LA and New York. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't yeah. think so. There's a cool factor to it that I just mm-hmm. fucking hate. And also in New York and LA, a lot of them have other things they want to do. So they're like... Right. They're enraged that they're even there. <laughs> right. My fine... Oh, actually, where did you serve? When you said you were bartending and serving, where were you serving? Where did you... Um, at a place called Ernie's on the Upper West Side. There were a bunch of comics. We all worked there and it was a great job. I mean, I didn't make a lot of money, but I had health insurance. So that was incredible. When oh, that's I was starting cool. out with yeah, and I got to work days, so it wouldn't be busy, but I, it was a good job. Did you have a pet peeve as an employee of a restaurant uh, with the with your customers? Yeah, they were demanding because it was an upscale restaurant. So they were so one guy once pounded on the bar for my attention. I flipped out like with his fists, <laughs> like an animal. <laughs> this is while you were bartending. Yeah, and it's I said, always... "Don't ever do that to me again, ever." It's always a. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play the devil's advocate here. Not. Not that guy specifically. But it's always a weird thing to get a bartender's attention. It's very difficult because, like, you want. It is, but to pound like a animal is insane. Because it wasn't even busy. There were only like five people at the bar. It was during the day. (laughs) Last question: What is the first restaurant that you will go to once quarantine is over? Hmm, that's an interesting. Probably a steakhouse, like we were talking about. Probably get a big meal with, like, you know shrimp cocktail and sautéed spinach, you know, cream spinach and yeah. just a ton of stuff. Yeah. A big meal. You know what's funny? My last meal that I had before we got into all this quarantine mess was a big, awesome steakhouse on Long Island. Wow. Really? Yes. That's awesome. I highly recommend it. Brian and Cooper. It's incredible. Know. We go every for every single holiday, like every event we go there. Oh, my God. So is that the I, one? Yeah, in fact, Danielle's birthday was end of April, and I picked up, I got it to go for her and brought it home, a huge meal from Brian and Cooper. That's oh, exactly nice. where I was just thinking I would go. No yeah, way. It's amazing. I think it's, it's probably my favorite steakhouse in America. Me I too. Just it's love my it favorite. Yep. And they have something there which I would normally poo poo at, which is a Cajun ribeye. Yeah, norm- that's what she gets. No way. That's, I got that for her for her birthday. That's oh my so God. weird. Yep. Yeah, because normally you, a steakhouse purist, I consider myself a purist. You're like, no, I just want mm-hmm. the meat with salt yeah. and pepper, and that's it. Man, this Cajun ribeye. Un- I got a huge <laughs> Cajun ribeye for her, and she was in heaven. Oh, you're yep. a very good wife. It's the best yep. It's the best gift you can And oysters. Got. I got all kinds of stuff for her. Well, I yeah. look forward to the pandemic being over so we can all get Cajun ribeye. Oh, I would love that. Uh, yeah. Jessica, thank you so much. Is there any, uh, tell everyone how they can find you and all those things. Well, thank you. I have a podcast called Relatively Sane, uh, which is great. And an episode uh, with Rosie came out today and a bunch oh, of awesome. people coming up and I would love to have you on it soon for Anytime. sure. Thank you. And um, yeah, and I ha- I'm on Instagram. I post a lot of silly videos and just all my stuff on online. Yeah. Yeah. 
And again, once the pandemic's over, you have to get yourself to one of Jessica's live shows. It is cathartic how much you're going oh, to laugh. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Jessica. Okay, take care. Awesome. Bye. Bye. This episode of Green Eggs and Dan was produced by Andrew Stephen. Executive produced by Jeff Umbro and The Podglomerate. You can find more of their podcasts at thepodglomerate.com. The theme music is Beautiful Food by Idan, and interstitial music is by Breakmaster Cylinder. If you like this show, please tell a friend, share an episode, and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.